Okay, now I'm recording. What's up, everybody? It's LNO Podcast, August 25th on a Sunday evening. And I'm at the dinner table with Laura. And we just got done having our uh, dinner. So now we want to talk about our day and our weekend and the week that's coming up. Yes. Vacation. Laura's vacation started last Friday evening. Yes. And she is off this entire week coming up. Which is so nice. Because I've not had a vacation yet this year. Until Labor Day Monday. So then she pretty much has a very good solid week of not doing anything. I do. It's going to be nice. Yeah. And I um, decided to take off as well. So I will be off this coming Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which is my work days. And then obviously Saturday and Sunday I don't work. Monday I'm off from work because there's no, no work that day. So I got a good solid five days of not doing anything, yeah. which is great. I can't wait. I can't wait just to wake up and not worry about having to like... Rushing. Yeah. Getting, like Getting dressed. It's not the worst. Like when you guys, you know, when you guys have, all of you have like these nine to five jobs, whatever. It's like, what's the first thing? What's the first thing do we do when we wake up? Want to go back to sleep. Right. When the, <laughs> when the alarm goes off, what do you do? I have to force myself to be pushed out of bed. And what do I do? You still sleep. <laughs> yeah. See, I I have my alarm set up, but at the same time, I just don't, like, I don't know. I just don't wake up like that. I think it's because I, I rely on you too much to wake me up. So now it's like I'm spoiled where it's like if you relied on me to wake up on time. I would never wake up. You'd never wake up. I would never wake up. We'd be late you, for work. You, I, I literally, every single day. I'm that twained. Every day I have to go, Ellie, time to get up. Right. And he goes, uh. Yeah, it sucks. And you know what, though? I can't complain too much because, let's be honest, there are a lot of people out there who probably wake up a lot earlier than we do. Right. To get up for work. Right. Um, however, with that being said, waking up is waking up. And that's half the battle. Because once you wake up, you're, you, know, you have to be alert and enough to get through work and then when you get home at whatever time guess what you got to eat clean up try to have a good dinner and hopefully if your mind's still not like restless you can go straight to bed well that's if you don't have kids yeah that's true so if you have kids it's a totally different story but ellie and i don't have any children so with that being said we just got to take care of ourselves but having kids is a whole i cannot eat look Look, if you're a mom and you have kids and you go to work nine to five, yo, like, that's tough. Like, think about it. Like, you know, wake up the kid, the kids, whatever. No, no, no. First. First, you got to wake up. You have to get up. Yeah. Get yourself ready. Right. Then get the kids up. Then get the kids ready. Then get them dressed. Then pack their lunches. Then make your lunch. Then get them, make sure they got their shoes on, they got all the things together, and then you got to get them in the car, you got to take them to their destination, you got to drop them off, then you finally have to get to work. Now, that's at the same time battling the fact that they're misbehaving, right. they're cranky, they're tired, Crying. they're fucking with you, yeah. things like that. Yep. And that, my friend, is tough. Yeah, of course it is. Being, and, being a parent's very, very difficult. Right. And I realized that my parents had to do that with me at some point in life. And all of our parents at some point had to do that. Right. But it's tough. So I applaud a lot of you who are, you know, moms or dads that have to do this. That's, that's a tough job. It is. 
Yeah. A job in itself. You know what else is a tough job? What? Doing roofing in the middle of summer. Yes, it is. But people still do it. That's a Bill Burr joke. I stole that from him. Well. It is tough. It is true. Or digging a, digging a ditch that nobody is ever going to use. No. <laughs> digging a ditch to put, you know, whatever you got to put in it. What, to put stagnant water when it rains? I don't know. So people can throw dirty Dorito bags in there from their cars. Dirty yeah. Dorito bags. <laughs> um... We just had, so we went to this uh, veg, all veg, uh, vegetarian place. It's a vegan. Vegan. Me, oh, right. Me, is there a difference? Well, I mean, I'm sure that there is, but you and I are... Vegan? Are not... Are you begging for vegan? Are kind of ignorant in that perspective. Um, but the restaurant is vegan. Mm-hmm. It's all vegetarian, all plant-based. Um, I think the doorknob's made of... No, it's seashells. Not. You're so <laughs> um, but how do how do we pronounce the name of it? So it's 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 a Hawaiian themed place. Right. So forgive me if I don't say this right, but it's, it's spelled as K A H I A U S. Right. No, there's no no S. no. 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 Okay. So in, it, when you say Hawaii, you have to kind of use that extra oomph. Uh-huh. Like if like you know like native Hawaii Hawaiians say Hawaii right Hawaii, so in this case you would have to say instead of saying Maui you would say Maui, so in this case you would say it as Ka Ka Kahui Ka Kahui Kahui I I have or no Kahui Kahi Kahiao I don't know I don't, okay I'm fucking this up really badly but but it's it's a bakery it's on South Plaza Trail tomato it's, ketchup it's near Rosemont. Um, all vegan, and they won top 2019 best burger, believe mm-hmm. it or not. So that means no meat. That means that that burger is plant-based. And we had a very, very delicious um, I had a burrito. breakfast burrito. That breakfast burrito surprised me. With eggs that weren't eggs, with sausage that was not sausage. Which sausage. Cheese, sausage. Who's sausage? With sausage that was not sausage and cheese that was not cheese. If you can believe that, the cheese, I believe, was made with cashews. Uh, the eggs and the sausage was something completely different. Um, and it was just really, really good, and it fooled me into thinking that it, I was eating sausage. Yeah, that was actually, it was good when I had it. Like, you know, sometimes if I eat burritos like that, I tend to feel kind of like, you know, what's the most, like, the most common thing you feel if you eat, like, a large burrito? You feel kind of... You kinda, feel really fat You after. feel fat, kind of yeah. luggish, you know, and tired. You, you're tired. And I didn't feel tired with that. Yeah, like, after, I, that was a pretty large serving of it. When I had it, I didn't feel that way. I felt, oh, this is... This is actually really good. And I had it with, like, their coffee, which is, you know, pretty decent as well. So, yeah, um, the place is called Kahiao. I can't even say it right. It's... Just spell it. Okay. K-A-H-I-A-U. Kahiao. Bakery. Kahiao. Bakery on South Plaza Trail. Something like that. So, go check it out. They have the most delicious cakes, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, they serve breakfast, lunch, um... And they were so busy this weekend um, that that some of their stuff was sold out. But I'm definitely going to go back and maybe try their maple pecan bar. Yeah. Sounds really, really good. Um, I wonder if anybody it, in there is from Hawaii. Or, I, don't, I, I don't know. We would have to ask. Or them. Hawaii. That's how you would say yeah. it. Hawaii. But really, really sweet staff. Um, super helpful. 
and um, I kind of felt like an idiot because anywhere I go, I can't I can't eat certain things still. So I was asking her. I'm, I'm like, uh, so uh, sausage? Uh, is it meat? No, we don't kill animals or <laughs> serve meat here. That's what. Well, she, that's kind of how she said it, but no, it's okay. She did not say it like that. <laughs> not at all. She. I was like, I know that's a stupid question, but I've never been to a place where my sausage wasn't actual meat. So I just thought it was really cool. But she was very patient, very very helpful. Um, yeah, she was so, good. But the baked goods. Are amazing. I saw they look like cheesecake that was in that. Yes. That I, I really want to try that. I want to try that all out. The chocolate. Yeah. And she makes her own pop tarts. Yeah. Like those, like those little raviolis. The one that she has was like pineapple. So. How was the price? Good. It wasn't that bad, right? No. Yeah. Wasn't. I feel not like not for not for vegan food, not for or you know, everything that she has in her shop is completely homemade. Yeah. Like she makes her caramel. She makes her syrup. She makes all of her foods, all of her baked goods from scratch. Yeah. And that, for the quality of that, I'll take it. Yeah. No processed foods. It's it's amazing. But the process is there. The process is there. But not processed so, foods. But great staff. Please go. Please yeah. go and support. Um, I was joking with Laura and say, you know what? What if we were just in that building and we just said, hey, we're going to get Korean barbecue after this? He's not funny. Everybody in there, all the vegans would have been like, "Really? Yeah. Why you know are what? you here?" There was like this these two looking uh, twins that came in. One had really long hair, and one had short hair. Don't be mean. And they look like they like they look like the twins from the Matrix. Oh my god! <laughs> you know the ones from the Matrix trilogy or the second Matrix when they oh had like god. the uh, the swords. They're like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they came in, and the guy said. Can I take this chair? I was like, go ahead, man. But when he looked at me, it looked like he's about to like like disappear into like matrix coding and like slice me or something oh like that. Gosh, you're so dumb. <laughs> it's like Morpheus. Yeah. So and they were very, very blonde. Yeah. And very pale. Yeah. So So sorry, uh-huh. it's just a little joke. I don't mean anything by it, but Uh-huh. I don't. Sure you don't. Yeah. No, I'm I'm kidding. Yeah, but definitely please go check it out. Very, very cool place. Yeah. Um, all right. So, what's our next topic of You know what? I will say this. Um, well, I am going to the dentist this coming Wednesday. Yes. Ellie's going to go to the dentist because uh, he's been having some tooth pain. Yeah. So, I know every adult in America can relate and say that uh, the dentist is expensive if you don't have health insurance. Or mm-hmm. don't have, de- not dental, or yeah, health or dental insurance. You don't have Aflac. So, yeah. Or Aflac. But, um. Aflac's not dental insurance. I know. I'm just being sarcastic. Oh. <laughs> I thought you didn't know that. You didn't even catch my F-lack. joke. You didn't even catch my joke. Half lack. All right, let me speak. You didn't X-lax. catch my joke. What joke? Anyway. Yeah, so Ellie's going to go to the dentist, um, but everything will be okay. We'll get him all checked out. I hope he'll be better. Um, this weekend was our friend's birthday. Mike, happy birthday. Mike Washington. Um, and yeah, that was yep, great. Celebrated his birthday. He was so happy. Um, at Luna Maya. Luna Maya is a Colombian Columbian restaurant. Yeah, I can't remember. It's what a Colombian restaurant in Norfolk, and I had I, I have yet to see one Colombian working there making Colombian food. Well, that's okay. I it's could be the, wrong. I'm it's, sorry. It's the structure of the restaurant, but it was really, really delicious. And she was like, "Everything here is from Colombia, even our cocaine." No, <laughs> and uh, they have like a vegetarian um, 
menu um, and like organic and all kinds of good stuff. So I was really excited to be able to go yeah. and actually eat something. And I got a uh, mushroom and cheese quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, tell me about that shrimp. And black beans and rice. It was so good. And then um, I got this delicious garlic cilantro shrimp okay, that, appetizer. That was good. And it I was like the, the shrimp was marinated in garlic and cilantro and lime. And it was on a bed of salad. And yeah. it had the best dressing. That was good, like, yeah. we ate every bit of that. Yeah. It was absolutely worth it and amazing. And it was fresh, too. Yeah. Like, the shrimp was fresh. It yeah. wasn't like the freezer ones that you no, have to buy. No, that was, was fresh. fresh. Yeah. And what, what did you have? I had these, uh, what was it? The beef brisket burrito, I think. And I was expecting the burrito or the beef brisket to be, like, sliced, like, big um, chunks of meat. But it was actually, like, pulled pork where it's really thin and... You know, whatever. That was actually really delicious. And then they like have like their own. Like, it wasn't salsa. vegan. It wasn't vegan at all. But no, Ellie ate the full meat. Yeah. Um. Hey. Hey. The fuck? That's what she said. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But they had like their own salsa too, and um, really great atmosphere. I would recommend like a date night. Yeah, that's definitely a date night place. Yeah. It's like a nice atmosphere. It's really dimly lit. Yeah. They have a door that squeaks. Oh my gosh, you're so silly. But I still can't drink. However, their drinks looked to be on point. Yeah, I had tequila. Ellie always gets tequila and Corona. Yeah. Um, when, but, they, when they gave me tequila, they said, do you want salt and lime? I'm like, no, fuck that, man. I want like the real like tequila. I don't want that bitchy stuff that comes with it. Okay, well, you're hardcore because when I take my tequila shots, I like to do the salt and tequila. Hell and no, lime. you drink it straight up. I don't know. It just, it adds a little flavor to it. Like, it's just good. Drink it with the chest. It's just good. I don't know. Anyway. Um, I had, what did I have that had the 1600? Not 1600. Oh I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. He had 1800 tequila. I didn't know how much that shit cost. I just said, yeah, I'll get it. Well, you looked at me and she started naming off tequilas. And I was like, well, 1800's decent. Well, I heard Patron, yeah. but I wasn't like going to spend money no, on Patron to be honest with you. No, spend 10, was it like probably $12 on a Patron shot? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, 1800 is decent, good good quality. Yeah. And um, I don't know what what drink did Mike have. I don't remember what it was. I don't know. But it started all, with all an their M. drinks looked delicious. Yeah, it was like, good drinks. They had, like, rum and, and margaritas and mojitos and all kinds yeah. of delicious-looking shit. And apparently when I went to the bathroom, there was, like, an eight-foot Joe Budden coming through to, like, pick up people's he was so menus. Tall. I felt so bad. You ever seen I Joe felt, Budden with some with some glasses on? <laughs> I felt like, I hope I didn't offend, but when he, you know, like He's everybody everybody else's expressions, and then I saw him in my expression, I was like, oh my gosh, this man is, he was just so tall. Yeah. So tall. Like NBA tall. Yeah. Crazy. It's like him and Shug Knight shook hands. Shug Knight. <laughs> Anyways. Luna Mile was great. Mike, happy birthday to you. It's Mike's 25th birthday, and I remember the night when Mike turned 21, which is obviously four years ago, but we were at Yard House, and the moment it struck midnight, um, we I think we got him a drink, and you know, it was kind of cool. That's nice. And four years ago, hold up, I was 25 four years ago. I was Mike age now. That is crazy. I know. Wow. Damn, time flies. I know. Anyways. I was trying to remember my 25th birthday, but I can't. Yeah, I don't I don't really remember anymore between that like all I remember was just school, 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 college, and then that was it. I don't I mean I remember doing certain things like going out and things like that, but 
in between all that, like, I, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. So. I, I didn't really have a good past birth, past birthdays from, like, 23 to 20. But I feel like your 20s are just whack, though, like, in general. I don't think they're whack. I think I think that they're fun because, I, I mean, I grew a lot and learned a lot. And now I'm my 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now, I'm, you know, being 30, I'm like, all right, I'm wiser. You know, I'm older. I know what I'm doing. But, like, in those 20s years, like, don't you feel kind of, like, scared all the time? No. I always felt like when I was in my 20s, I was always unsure. I was always scared. I was always trying to figure shit out. I was just following the flow. I was trying to get, like, you know, in, like, the circle of people just to kind of be a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like in those years between 19 and, like, 29 or uh, going on 30, it's like you don't really know what you're doing. You're just... You're just following the crowd until something hits i guess i mean i guess but i kind of i never really felt that way because i just kind of felt like well this is life it's an experience and i'm learning and but the learning part is tough though yeah but i was never scared i mean i guess you can be scared of not having enough money to pay rent and not having this and not having that you know, if that's what you mean by scared, I understand. But well, as far as, like, the journey, yeah, I knew eventually I'd figure it out. Well, I feel so like I wasn't scared. I feel like you're more insecure in those ages, though. Like, you just... Because, okay, good example. Everybody's going out, right? What are your friends wearing? What am I wearing? Oh, what, where, where are we going to? Who are you going to hit up? Are those people going to be there? Because if they're going to be there, I want to be there, too. Well, if those people are going to be there, I definitely don't want to be there. But see, now it doesn't even matter. Now I'm 30 years old, I don't care. See, I'm that's like, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm going to wear whatever I want to wear. I, I, if somebody's there, I don't like whatever. You know, we're all adults. Right. I mean. But see, like in those those in those years when you're thinking about all that, that's like like almost like a nervous wreck almost too. Okay. To some I extent. Will, I will say. To some extent. I, I will say I agree and also disagree because there are people in their 30s who still haven't grown up yet and still do those same exact things. So, but I can I can see your point. That's because they keep out toys in their pockets without the can. What. <laughs> Hey, bro, you got some mouth toys? I'm just messing around. But it's weird, though. Yeah. But, um, and then, uh, where we go? Shack after? Yeah, we went to the Shack, which... Shack's kind of, like, redid their... Yeah, they've kind of made it place. to, like, a like a Shack marketplace-looking place now. Because yeah. when you go in, there's, like, a weird... There's, like, a bunch of, like, little mini stands uh-huh. where you have drinks and stuff. I've only gone there maybe in... To- like, in total, I've probably gone there, like, five times in, in like, three years. So when I've gone there, they've started off real small, then they expanded, and they had like these swinging chairs and shit, and then they have like... I think they still have those. They still have those, but then they keep expanding the area a little bit, which is really cool. Yeah. And then it was nice. Actually, this past few days, today and yesterday, was really nice out. Yeah, to be outside. It was really windy, but then I didn't mind it because this whole summer has been like, like just hot and humid, mm-hmm. and it's nice to have a break from that. Yeah, so, it kind of felt like fall. It did, and it looks like we're heading to fall pretty early right now because it's been really nice out. Yeah, we took, it'll, it'll get hot again. It yeah. always does. You know it how will. hairy it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was nice to have a break from that stuff. But happy birthday, Mike. I hope you, you, hope you had a good weekend. Yeah, and we'll have to weekend. do something again in the future. And if you guys don't know, Mike Washington is a uh, media producer at Grow Interactive in Norfolk. So if you're ever interested in what he does, I would highly see, suggest... Checking him out through the Grow website or just contacting him directly to his Instagram. Just type in Mike Washington. He is the younger brother to Brian Washington, who's also a media producer and graphic designer as well. 
And they're really and cool to check out. hopefully you're okay with Ellie putting all your information out there. <laughs> hey, this is this is free advertising for them. It is free advertising. I'm just playing with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, well. Well, speaking of advertising and yes, graphic design. Yes, all right. Now, okay, let's, guys. let's move, move on to our last topic. This is kind of like the I'm meat of the conversation. I'm just going to let Ellie rant. Okay. So. I got to rant for a second because... So I'm trying to run my design business, right? Because I'm an independent graphic designer, so I have to make sure that I do a business and I present myself in a professional manner where people can see my work and I can be around to tell about it. So earlier, uh, I'd say, when was it? Friday, I want to say? I was at work and we have a new media producer at my job. His name is Avery. And he came to me because he is currently... doing video work for this uh, lady who owns this beauty salon or beauty business of some sort. And he had mentioned to me that she was in need for creative services, one being that she needed a logo made for her. And I said, perfect, because I'm constantly looking for any type of work outside of what I do full time. And it's important for me because, you know, I'm trying to build my name out here. I'm trying to build my business. Um, And eventually, you know, as I grow bigger and bigger and have more people and clients, um, I want to, you know, create my studio one day. Anyways, so as I'm going through the whole thing, he gave me his uh, or her phone number and her email address. So I said, okay, I'm going to text her, hit her up, and we'll find time to talk about what we need to talk about. And the way things work, and I'll try to keep this real short because it can go into many directions. But whenever I approach somebody about creative services... Um, I don't go straight into the details of, you know, the logistics of everything, because that sometimes can get very overwhelming for the person who's looking to have things done for them. I like to understand the person from the ground up, you know, knowing where they came from, what they do, you know, what type of clients they deal with, what are they trying to achieve? You know, the more simplistic questions that you don't have to be so, you know, hard to think about. Right. And. I called her up today because yesterday I had scheduled an appointment to talk to her at two o'clock in the afternoon. So I called her up and, you know, introduced myself and I kind of pronounced her name the wrong way by accident, but luckily she was nice enough to correct me. So we were talking and before I could even like really, you know, have like a nice warm like introduction to what we're going to be talking about, you know, she went straight into it, right? And knowing where I came from, I used to work in sales. I worked in sales for a good portion of my life so far. And the last sales job I ever had was working as a car salesman. So I I understand completely from my sales side how to talk to customers and how to approach them when they ask me questions and such. So in this case, even though I'm a creative, I'm in some sort of design business where I need to make sure that I treat every customer fairly and at the same time, give them an opportunity to talk about themselves so I can understand the needs that they need from me or for themselves, I should say. Anyways, so she started talking and as she began talking, um, you know, she just went straight into the conversation. So I had to fumble for my pen because I have, I have a pen in my book and I have questions that I lay out to ask this person. Right. So anytime I have a new client, I have questions ready because these are the questions I ask to make sure that. Um, you know, I hit every point and these questions are pretty much the same across the board with, you know, a few minor, um, tweaks depending on who I'm dealing with. But at the same time, it's there as a guide for me to ask so that I don't forget anything. And before I could even get into it, you know, she went on, started talking and, 
you know, I started writing down everything. You know, she was an upcoming business person. Um, she was doing this. She was doing that. She's been doing business for a while, apparently, but she's she's new to um, getting this one thing started. And then, you know, she wanted to make sure that she had a logo made and she wanted to be um, she wanted to have like a presence out there. So it seems, you know, simple enough. You know, you you listen to what the person says, you give them what they want and you call it a day. Well, it's a little bit more complicated than that because in that sense, if they want something that simple, there's a lot of things to consider when you deliver something such as a logo. And the way I work is that I always like to listen to what they need first and I try to do my best to understand those needs and understand any objections that they may have and be prepared to answer those. You never want to go into any kind of negotiation or whatnot without understanding objections from the very beginning. You pretty much have to anticipate what they may object to so that you're prepared to answer back, right? So she was basically telling me that my price was too high, which I I totally understand because, you know, being a serious designer, I do charge a certain amount from X to Z. I said X to Z. From A to Z. <laughs> I failed from my... From X to Z, I, all right. I failed my proposal you already. from A to Z, Ellie. From A to okay, Z. I want to interject. Interject. And just say that... My price is too high. I can understand... Look, I am not in design background. I am not in marketing background. I didn't go to school like you did. I didn't... I don't have a bachelor's degree. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't understand the way it works. So I remember the first time you told me the pricing, I thought, wow, that's way, way too high. Right. You know. Okay. And then you were able to explain it to me Uh in a sense of what you do is not free. Mm -hmm. And what you do is a skill. And there are a lot of things that go into your skill. Um, not only is it you, you know, creating a logo, it's your presentation for the logo. It's finding out the coloring, you know, texture, um, pattern, design, all that. figuring out their business cards, you know, you know, social media stuff, blah, 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 blah. And what you do is not free, but at the same time, Ellie kind of gave me a good perspective on it. Let's say that you were the creator of which, what type of logo should we use? Let's say that you're the creator of the Disney logo years uh, and years and years and years ago. Okay. Okay. Disney is what? Like a billion, billion, dollar company. billion dollar company? Right. Okay, let's say you did the Disney logo way back in the day for $100. Right. You got gypped out. Sure. You totally got gypped out. Right. And so half of that is people don't understand that. And they also don't understand that if you want quality, you're going to get someone who knows what they're doing and pay more for it. Sure. So you're not only paying for the logo, but you're paying for the customer service. You're paying for the quality, the presentation, and you're you're paying to know that you can use this on social media. You can use this on you know stuff that you print out. You can actually print this out and put this on your wall. And mm-hmm. there's like different sizings and things, which I didn't understand before, but Ellie explained to me. Right. Um, because if you, let's say you do like a crappy logo design, mm-hmm. and then you try to stretch it out, 
and you try to put that on like an entire wall, mm-hmm. that logo is not going to stretch out. The way it should. The way it should. Nor could it shrink down the way it should. So there are a lot of things that this lady just didn't understand because mm-hmm. she has never had anybody explain it to her. And I think Ellie was trying to, but she just didn't she was on understand speaker, by the way. and she saw a price point. Right. And once the price point happened, she shut down. Things kind of shut down. Right. So And that's normal. I ex- I expect that to happen to some extent. To right. some degree, I expect someone to have an ob- objection right. on price. It's it's common. Right. Right. But there is, you know, a, a way that you could work with her. Sure. But I think that if she understands that she's working with someone who's serious, mm-hmm. who has done that, I mean, maybe next time you can go into ask her about herself and then you tell her about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you say, well, let me send you my portfolio. Mm-hmm. Let me send you all of my work. And and then when she's talking about price point, you can say, well, talk about price point. But let me, based off my portfolio and based off of my work, this is the price point that you're going to be getting. This is the quality that you're going to be getting. Right. So I, I think it, you know. I think it could, it, it, it could be remedied and she can be your potential customer. I don't think it was bad. I just think she saw a price point and she was well, like, no, I can't do yeah. it. Yeah, and look, I totally agree with what you're saying. And I know price is a hard thing to overcome. You know, you always want the best price for what you get. You always want the best quality. But at the same time, if you're kind of in that mindset where you're not willing to spend X amount and you want to keep costs low. I mean, I've, I've heard that before over and over again. But the mentality behind all this and the reason why I do it the way I do it is because I pride myself in how I present myself as far as like a sincere designer. And at the same time, I want to make sure that the person I've taken care of gets the, gets the needs that they deserve, basically. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not just here to, to give you like a service, like short order meal and then you call it a day, you do what you want with it, you know? Right. It doesn't really work that way. If you want to, if you want that, there's plenty of people that can do that. You can go online. You can jump on Fiverr. Anybody can do it for about $50 if you want to. Right. The difference is, is that those people, you cannot go back to them for anything. You know? And this, this is the part of logistics that you know, some pe- a lot of people don't understand. Is that when you show a price point of something of services, this is not the cost of the logo itself. But it's the cost of what you gain from it. You know? What do you gain from paying X amount? You gain the fact that I'm always available. You gain the fact that I'm quick at what I do. I'm responsive. I'm really skilled at what I do. I understand production. I understand pre and post production. I understand that this is going to work on both social media. It's going to work on print. It may eventually work in animation if you ever want to go that far with it. Um, I know the fact that as the market changes, as things evolve, even though you start off really small and you're just getting started, you want to start off with the best you can so that as you progress, you're not constantly changing your logo every year, every two years, every five years, you right. know? But unfortunately, this lady is not on that level well, of understanding design. And it's like every other person, like before, I had no idea. I didn't understand any of this. I was like, why would you... Why is it that much? Why is it this? Why is it that? And then Ellie, luckily, I you know Ellie's explained it to me over time, but yeah, 
the price point is where your firewall was. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. And I think it's it has to do with the fact that she wasn't really... She hasn't seen truly what I've produced in the past. She's seen my Instagram, I'm assuming. But I don't think she really... It really sunk into her the items that I, tr- I, that I produce and presented it in a way for her to really take a grasp of it. Mom. She saw dollar signs and thought, I cannot afford you. Yeah. And... At the same time, there's no context for her to show why it cost a dollar sign. Right. So I think that's my shortfall as far as how it happened, right? Right. Um, and again, this is part of business I'm still getting better at and I'm still trying to understand as I go along. But bottom line, you know, I'm going to try to reach out to her. Well, actually, no, I'm going to reach out to her. I'm going to send her an email. I'm going to send her a little bit more of my items. He's going to send her, her portfolio, his portfolio. Right. And Which I guess in this case I should have sent it first, but because it was just a quick referral and a, and a, and a good way to introduce myself, um, I wanted to speak on it and put it out there as far as what I was offering, well, so that there's no secrets. That's how you're learning, you know. You're you're just learning, you know. You're sure. trying to run your business, and um, you know every, everything's new, and you'll finally have a good system and a good flow. I right. mean, you know. But it wasn't a bad conversation. No, it wasn't. It's just a it's just a process that I follow and a process that I need to make sure that they understand in layman terms, you know. I mean I don't look listen, Laura does appraisal management. I don't understand her process that well. And if she were to tell me some outrageous number or outrageous fee or whatever, I don't see the value in any of that. But if she explains to me the process of what goes through, that, that has to go through for it to happen, then perhaps I would feel a little bit more inclined to understand why it's that way. You know what I mean? Right. So just use it in anything you, you do, right? It's like you buy a car, you know, buy a really expensive car. You you try to figure out, well, why is it so expensive? You know, well, for one, it's name brand. That's always a given. But for two, the materials, the engine, the parts... All of that's probably not from here. It's from a different place. Costs more. It's more premium. You're paying for a premium pi- uh, price tag for a premium vehicle. This is what you got to pay to have a vehicle like this, you know. But then there's other ways of getting around that, you know. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I really, um, you know, I wasn't disrespectful to her on the phone. At least I don't think I was. I was. No. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's not the whole point of this. The whole point of this was to speak about your experience and how you're trying to grow yeah um as you know grow grow your business and your experiences <sighs> because i was telling ellie about how it's a learning long, process well i was telling ellie about how i have to I piss people off all the time and ellie didn't even piss her off you know they were just having a conversation and 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 you know ellie kind of hit a hit a wall where she just didn't want to budge on the price point yeah and you know but i mean it happens and now you just show her the quality and yeah. see where it goes. Well, the thing is, I didn't even negotiate price point by that point. Right. Like, right. I, I, like, one rule that I follow, and most of you can probably attest to this, is that I didn't start negotiating prices up front because I told her what I charge in between these X amounts, but I didn't start negotiating price right away right. because she doesn't know fully what I'm capable of. So if I start negotiating prices now and she goes, okay, I'll do it, then... She's awfully trustworthy of me over a price point when she hasn't seen what I'm capable of doing yet. Right. You know? Well, so that's why I kept sure. Yeah, and that's why I kept I kept my price firm, but at the same time I didn't negotiate that price yet. Not until I showed her exactly what is there to offer. So 
again, I'm learning as I go. It's creative business. It can be a little difficult, but this is how you learn. So as I continue doing this, I will always update you guys with how I'm doing. Matter of fact, I am working on, I hope to win this proposal for a gentleman out in Texas who's a broker. And um, I sent him my pricing overview. I'm assuming he read it. He said he'll look over it and he wants to have a talk with me which could be good or bad, but I hope that it comes off on a good note to which I can explain to him and tell him what he's getting out of. Same conversation we just had. We've been having Has the whole he time. He's seen it. And he's seen the work I've done for uh, my other friend. So right. it's like now that he's seen his work, he already sees what I'm capable of doing. So that whole part's done. Like I don't have to, I don't have to pitch to him what I'm capable of doing because he already sees it. So he wants in. So the the next part is okay what am I getting for from your services As, aside from the physical individual stuff that you're seeing personally what am I getting from this right and that's what most people want to know what am I getting from your business so um you know fortunately he's actually really cool you know at the same time and he was really understanding he actually has a pretty good um I guess idea what design is because she he's also have done design work in the past not professionally but i guess i'm assuming to his own standards and you know we kind of speak the same language a little bit on it but um you know he sees my work he sees what i'm capable of doing so at this point i just want to make sure that we're on the same page so i'll be talking this week and i'll let you guys know how it goes i really hope it works out i hope i don't scare him away and if i earned this account i will begin working and We'll go from there. So, so that was a yeah. lot to tell you guys because I never talk about this with anybody, to be honest yeah. with you, because I feel like I bore people by telling them about what I do. So I don't think it's boring. I think some people, you know, might might not understand, but you know. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, I don't understand. You know what I don't understand? What? I don't understand um, curling. I don't know why people do curling as a sport. Curling is that? Is that the thing with the thing that you push across the floor? Mm-hmm. That little ice puck? Yeah. I never understood that sport. Like, who trains for that? I don't either. You know? I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I kind of feel it like you cool. can do it, right? Yeah, but I don't, it looks cool, but I don't think it deserves a, a grand stage for the entire world to, like, jump on. Well. Maybe I'm a hater, but I'm just saying I don't well, think it's. No, it's just that's your perspective. You might as well put foosball up there since that's like a real like hey, game. Foosball is serious now. <laughs> yeah. Foosball and ping pong. That's my jam. Ping pong is definitely that. Okay, that's competitive right there. That's that belongs on a roll stage. But some curling, the most quiet bowling game you could on ice. <laughs> you know what we could do instead of turning the spare bedroom into a a studio, we can turn into a ping pong dome. There ain't no damn space in there. <laughs> we be bouncing off the wall and shit. <laughs> <laughs> was a practice wall oh my gosh uh, Anyways. I tried alright well um you have anything else we walked Lena today we did we walked Lena um around Lake Smith it's really really beautiful my cute my cute there. daughter um very very gorgeous scenery um and they're about to have or did have I can't remember that artist an art exhibit um with an artist who makes things from nature it's like environmental um, art yeah yeah you know what? That's like the best kept secret in our area is Lake Lawson, Lake Smith. Yeah. 
I don't think oh, a lot of people know, are yeah, aware of that. Really yeah, because like I mean, it's, it's been there since I was a kid, but I think they haven't really cleared that place out for anybody to like walk around as like a little nature trail. But more so recently, they've been clearing it out where you can like launch your boats, you can launch your kayaks, and um, they just have like a nice grounds to like you know walk your pets or you know do some exercise or whatever. But I really like it because it's a clean, it's it's real clean, it's real nice, it's near by a nice um, neighborhood and it's off the highway so I, I like it there i like walking lena there sometimes i do too i think it's nice yeah. i i, I want to go fishing so fishing sounds nice and lena's my rat terrier she's about seven years old now i think yeah. i think she got a uti though <laughs> really ellie you she, gotta sit on podcast she pees like every 10 minutes yo like, she's probably just old and has a weak bladder old ass dog <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think that's all we got that for y'all today. I know. Right. Was that cringy? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was cringy. What? All right. Well, we, we hope everyone has a great she looks, evening. She looks her poon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Enough, Ellie. Um, but I hope everyone has a great evening and yeah, y'all. Uh, a great week. And stay positive. Take one day at a time. Take one day at a time. Steps. And take one Excedrin at a time. Oh, my gosh. Like I've been doing. Take one and done. I'll leave. Alleviate. Anyways. All right, guys. I think we're done here. (laughs) Y'all have a good one.